Thank you for joining First Lutheran's Advent Podcast. Today we will seek our refreshment from the end of John's 20th chapter, beginning with verse 19. Continue to listen for a thought and a prayer. This is Pastor Jill. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing, you may have life in his name. Here ends our reading. After a long, painful slog through the last week of Jesus' life, and nearly half of the Gospel of John, we can breathe a sigh of relief at these joyous stories of the resurrected Jesus running around, surprising and delighting people. He gave his disciples some good instruction before his arrest, and that got them through to this point following his crucifixion. Now he has returned to help them move on from their fear and isolation in the aftermath of a terrible week. In fact, he has work for them to do. Jesus informed his disciples that he was sending them out into the world. Then he gave them the Holy Spirit and a job. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. On the one hand, this doesn't seem fair. If someone refuses to forgive another, how can God hold that against them? On the other hand, 
it rings absolutely true. Because maybe it's about us, not them. If we forgive, we wipe away any lasting effects of the evil that was done against us. We stop its power from continuing to harm us. If we hold on to that evil, we ourselves continue to be poisoned. And as we know, poisoned people have a hard time creating healthy lives. Let's take a moment to examine whether we are retaining any sins. If so, I'm sure we have good reasons for remembering the evil done to us. But even as we don't condone evil and we work to prevent it from recurring, we can empty its power through forgiveness. Let's pray. Jesus, you have given us the power to forgive and breathe in the sweet air of new life. Show us where we are retaining the sins of others within ourselves and cleanse us with your Holy Spirit. Amen.